0: there I'm Tim Morrison and you're listening to the Wellington Hustle Interview Project a place showcasing Wellington's entrepreneurs sharing their experiences to inspire those to come hey there it's Tim back again with another interview for the Wellington Hustle Interview Project today I'm talking to Felix Watkins Felix is a founder of a company named Oply, a tech startup with sights set on disrupting real estate investing in New Zealand with the help of blockchain technology and crowdfunding. Not only is Felix part of Wellington's startup scene, but he also co-organizes one of the largest local meetup groups, boasting 1,200 members, Blockchain NZ. Now that the intro is over, let's listen to the interview. So thanks a lot for doing this for me. Very much appreciated. I'm always well aware of people's time. The first question, I guess, um, just to kick the interview off, is for you to give me an intro into you and a little bit about where you come from and I guess what you're working on now.
1: Okay, Uh, I'm Felix and I've been in Wellington for the last six years. Uh, I'm really into software development and it was through my travels in Australia that I became uh, aware of blockchain technology and got introduced to that. Um, through some friends that I made. That's when I really started getting into the whole blockchain world, if you like. And um, ever since, I've just been basically down the rabbit hole and yeah, haven't been able to stop thinking about it. Can you
0: do a little a brief explanation of blockchain?
1: Uh, yep. So blockchain technology, the way I think about it, is it's a shared record of ownership that basically gets updated by participants all around the world and it's that shared updating of the record that makes it secure. Uh, I got a job here in Wellington doing auditing of software for other companies around the world. After that experience of working with lots of startups, I wanted to do something like that of my own.
0: So what was your vision when you first started your venture?
1: So I uh, set out to create Opoli, which is an app for allowing anyone to invest in property. Um, So traditionally to invest in property, your options are you've got to have quite a bit saved up already to do that or you have to go to the bank and get a mortgage and go on to debt. So we want to create a third way which would be investing with other people in a way where it's like crowdfunding and it's much more accessible. So our goal with Opaly is to provide the lowest barrier to entry for anyone to earn better amounts of interest on their savings. The current generation um, being the millennials, they uh, don't have many options at the moment for getting onto the property ladder so we want to democratize ownership of property and uh, create a way to allow for greater participation this would be things like allowing for anyone to invest in property through our app and become uh, an owner of what we call a block so every property on the platform will be splitting up into a thousand blocks where say there's a half a million dollar property anyone with $500 could invest in and then own that block. Is
0: it like a timeshare or? <laughs> no, it's not like a timeshare.
1: Um, basically they own a percentage of it like it, as an investment. Um, in addition to that, the rent earned on um, So the its is rented, is it? Yes, okay. yes, yeah. Yep. So the investment properties that get rented out and we get a property management company to look after each of these properties. So they would take uh, a small cut for doing that. But in exchange for providing that service, our users they don't have to worry about um, doing this type of thing themselves. So they can sit back and sort of watch their investment um, over time.
0: How does it work? Can they sort of um, own and sell their blocks in short term? And how yes. does how does they, how do they get like a yes? What's how does the percentage work on that?
1: Sure, so part of uh, what we're creating uh, with Opoli is not only an onboarding process for people to sell their property in pieces, but also a marketplace where each of the blocks that get sold and purchased can then be uh, exchanged after the, the deal has gone through. So if I have, say, 100 blocks of sitting on my Opoli wallet um, for a particular place, let's say Queenstown, um, I could then put up, say, 10 or 20 as many as I like up to a hundred on the market for somebody else to then be able to come along and um, say purchase if they like the price.
0: How does the haste get purchased in the beginning? Like someone who owns the haste already, are they then able to put it into the platform or do you buy ones outright or all of the (laughs) above? That's a good
1: question. So, um, we don't buy them outright, Um, we basically are allowing for people to sell their property on our platform Uh, we actually call it blockifying their property (laughs) Um, so we want to offer a way to have your property sold at a lower cost than what uh, you would deal with uh, traditionally with say a real estate agent Um, so our fee is one percent as opposed to the general average being around somewhere like three to four percent and Essentially, um, we, we want to make it so that somebody wanting to sell their property has more flexibility around um, the actual receiving of the cash. So, an example would be if there's a million dollar property that gets listed, um, there would be a crowdfunding uh, deadline on that. And once the crowdfunded deadline uh, expires, if there had been $750,000 raised and the seller didn't achieve the you know the goal that they had set of a million dollars even though it wasn't achieved they could still choose to accept whatever amount had been raised and keep the difference in this case the 25% or the 250 blocks they would retain and they could then sell later on if they wanted
0: so you're kind of as well as blockchain Mm -hmm. you've got like the whole Kickstarter thing going on as well yes are you live yet with this
1: so we're not live yet. Uh, we've been developing the platform. Uh, we have what we would call a minimum viable product. Yeah. But in order to go live with Opoly, uh, first we need to acquire what is known as a crowdfunding license. So the FMA or the Financial Markets Authority in New Zealand are the ones who um, are responsible for issuing that. So there's an application process involved and we're currently going through that process. And we're hoping to have acquired this crowdfunding license by the end of the year, if not very early next year.
0: And what do you have to do for that?
1: So there nosy here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good question. Um, basically, there's some requirements that you need to satisfy. Um, you have to pay a fee in order to get the license, and then you have to prove that your process is uh, rigorous. So it's essentially just making sure that you have, um, protections in place for participants involved um, money, where does it go, how is it, you know, secure and that type of stuff. So part yeah. of part of what we are doing um, to demonstrate that is is to prove that our technology is secure. And because we're leveraging blockchain technology, there's a little bit of education involved. Yeah. Um, but what is interesting uh, to me as a software developer is that the... Technology um, of, of the blockchain technology has proven itself to be more secure than traditional systems, um, even though they're a bit newer. Um, I think if you look at, say, Bitcoin as an example, has lasted 10 years as a as an alternative financial system. Um, so we're using very similar technology for recording the ownership of these properties. We're using what is known as the second largest uh, cryptocurrency or public blockchain system um, called ethereum and ethereum has something really interesting and unique called smart contracts so what we are doing um, with that technology is every time somebody buys or sells a block um, it's like a transaction that gets recorded in the ethereum blockchain so you can basically look this transaction up to see where the change of ownership occurred and it's fully it's like self-auditing because um, it's being verified by computers all over the world um, that are incentivized to basically and include this transaction into the Ethereum blockchain.
0: So you add the transaction into the system and yes. then it propagates across. So with the smart contracts of, of Ethereum, so that's not something that's necessarily kept with your, within your system. Does that go to something bigger like the, the Ethereum? <laughs> the Ethereum blockchain. Yeah. So
1: what's neat about this is that Ethereum and other public blockchain technologies. Um, They can't be compromised um, because everything uh, is incentivized. So what I mean by that is everybody has the incentive to report the absolute truth of what happened because they get paid for it. If uh, somebody tried to include a transaction or update a a record that was not um, what actually happened, their attempt to do that would not be included in the in the blockchain and they wouldn't be paid for it. And they would actually be losing uh, economic value for trying to do something yeah. in that way.
0: What early setbacks have you had since uh, you've started Opalty? In the
1: beginning, um, there was a real focus on just the technology itself. And that uh, is what hindered a little bit um, focusing on the business side. And that's something that we've realized recently is that Um, Now that we've got an MVP or Minimum Viable product that we feel good about, uh, we've realized that there's so much else that we've still got to do in order to get this uh, out to the market as a live product. So I wouldn't say so much it's been a setback, but I guess it's been more like a realization of that it's important to focus on the big picture, uh, not just the really cool tech stuff, um, which we really enjoy.
0: Yeah, it can get sucked into. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, look, yeah. there's something pretty. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I'd say that's something to um, keep in mind when when trying to uh, build your own startup is to keep keep an eye on the big picture and of all the things that need to be, I guess, um, satisfied in order to move forward to the next step.
0: So how have you um, moved over to looking at the bigger picture?
1: I guess uh, it's been a little bit of a... Change in what we focus on, like where we put our time. So now, I mean, recently I've been learning a lot about um, all kinds of financial and regulatory laws here in New Zealand, how it works. Um, learning about what crowdfunding license is, and you know, things that you need to do in order to to get that. What an FMA application is. <laughs> and all this stuff that I had no idea about previously. Um, so it's been it's been a new kind of focus area for me, but I think um, when you're really determined to, to, to have something that you want to get off the ground going, uh, you'll find yourself doing things that um, aren't necessarily your strengths, but you'll, you'll go through them anyway in order to make sure that your goal does happen.
0: Has there been a time that you've uh, wanted to give up so far? <laughs> I would say, <laughs> lots of people say every
1: day <laughs> <laughs> I would say there has never been a time where I've wanted to give up um, but that's mainly because I put that down to there'd be nothing else I'd rather be working on right now and I feel quite strongly and passionate about what we're trying to do with Opoli so so no I can't say that I have had that um, feeling of wanting to give up I would say that uh, there's definitely been times where it's felt difficult but um, usually this is just something that uh, I use more as like fuel to get through it.
0: Yeah, how have you used it as fuel? What have you done to overcome those difficulties?
1: I would say just carrying on and just, you know, just going through it anyway. One of the things that I struggled with was developing part of the app where my technological expertise wasn't up to standard to get that part done. So I sought out to find other people who had that experience and got them on board. And it was really nice to see that some of the people I approached, they really saw the vision and were able to come on board with um, the same amount of passion and enthusiasm as I have for it.
0: What inspires and motivates you?
1: Um, I listen to YouTube personalities. Um, some of these include like Gary Vaynerchuk, Ryan Serhant. I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast a lot, and David Goggins is somebody that I've been listening to a lot recently for motivation. Um, yeah, I look at all of these people as if they were like mentors, um, even though I've never met them. I think they share a lot of valuable knowledge that anyone in the startup world could find a lot of value from, from listening to.
0: I know Gary V. what about the other guys? Yep, so uh,
1: Ryan Serhan, uh he's from a TV show million dollar listing New York and he's very uh, much a hustler and so I basically like listening to um, how he I mean he's very much in sales like he sells property but he has great advice on just how to present yourself um, in public and doing speaking and that type of stuff so Gary Vaynerchuk is like a social media influencer and has a lot of great tips and advice on how to spread your brand online. And I think he's demonstrated that quite successfully. So I like to see and emulate some of the things that he's doing.
0: Can you describe a breakthrough that you're particularly proud of since starting Opelibase?
1: Finding a group of people who have the same vision as I had for Opelibase when I first thought of it. And the people that have been involved so far have been basically the reason why uh, it's been able to continue and to carry on. So um, yeah, I would say that's been the biggest breakthrough uh, and I would attribute a lot of that to, yeah, basically Opoly still going and you know feeling good about the future for, for Opoly.
0: And how did you find those people?
1: I would say um, networking is so important. That's what I've learned. And I met all of these people through either networking or working with them previously.
0: What's your networking choice?
1: Well, there's meetups. Um, so I co-founded the Blockchain Wellington meetup. I guess it's just about being really open to meeting people and getting getting your brand across.
0: So is there a lot of people into blockchain in Wellington?
1: We have just passed 1,300 members. Okay, So really we're awesome. one of the bigger meetups in Wellington. Yeah. I would put that down to there's just a lot of tech um, and geeks in Wellington working on nerdy stuff.
0: Yeah, and what about like people from financial background? Like, do they sort of come along yeah, to see what it's about? And
1: Definitely, we've had a few people from the, the banks sometimes make an appearance. I guess I should plug the Blockchain Association of New Zealand. So that was recently set up and um, anyone can search online for the Blockchain Association of New Zealand and they're working towards basically educating businesses, government, on the technology, uh, the implications for it, use cases, and really helping people to see where it's all going.
0: How are you planning on getting in front of yeah, people?
1: Yeah, yeah, so... It's like,
0: we'll cross that bridge later. <laughs> no,
1: no, um, definitely. Like, I guess through the meetup um, and just local like community in Wellington who have an interest in blockchain technology, those would be our early adopters. Yep.
0: Has your vision always been clear and how has it evolved since the beginning?
1: I think it's always been clear that Opoly would be um, a way to enable greater access for people to invest and in own property. The name Opoly, actually um, I came up with that by looking up what is the opposite of a monopoly and one word that came up was a polyopoly. So originally I was thinking of calling the, uh, the app Polyopoly but then realize that might be a bit of a mouthful. So um, shorten it down to Oppily. Uh, one of our biggest motivations, um, why, why we feel like this is a very powerful thing, is interest rates in New Zealand um, have even just recently been cut by half a percent. So the base rate now is 0.25%, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and essentially, if we can create a solution where anyone with uh, spare savings can just download an app and invest that into property, Uh, we feel pretty confident that in most cases um, this could be a a greater alternative for growing your your savings.
0: What is uh, brand to you and its importance and how are you using it?
1: I think brand to me is connecting uh, with an audience uh, and creating uh, a point of where people can resonate with what it is you're trying to get out there into the market so yeah i would say it's about just having something that's clear to your audience
0: have you implemented anything um for your brand that's had a big impact or what
1: impact what we've been implementing is just trying to have a bit of an awareness campaign and one of the things that we did was joined the New Zealand uh, blockchain association yep. and because there's been a lot of uh, New Zealand companies who are quite well known joining that we were able to get recognized by uh, a lot of a lot of other businesses in New Zealand as being one of the early adopters yep. and members um, so yeah i just basically getting getting the, the brand out there back
0: back to the networking again <laughs> so so tips for others who are striving to improve their brand?
1: Biggest tip for building your brand is to just go out there as much as possible and talk to as many people as you can about it and to connect with your audience as well and ask your audience or your potential uh, future users what it is they're looking for and then use that feedback and incorporate it into, into your brand. Thanks Felix, that's great. Thank you for um, spending,
0: taking the time to talk to me. Um, I've got one more question yes. pretty much, and that is like if people would, or the people that are listening or reading would like to um, learn more about Opelie, where do they go?
1: I would recommend going to our website, so you can find that by going to one. that's O-N-E, and also checking out um, our medium blog if you just type openly into medium you'll find us thank you very much cheers
0: felix if you are listening thanks so much again for taking part and thank you for telling us about openly for those of you out there wanting to connect with felix to find out more check out the interview show note page for links and other details if you would like to be interviewed or you know somebody who would be a great fit for the project, please, please, please get in contact. Send me an email at tim.timson.co or just head over to the um, Timson Co. website, uh, click on the projects from the menu and fill out the application form. Thank you so much. Um, Thanks a lot for listening. And until next episode, keep on hustling.